I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I am here to help you navigate your life's next chapter through mind, balance, and wellness living. At every phase of our lives, through marriage, career changes, kids, and retirement, I am there for my clients emotionally to help create a personalized life plan. With my foundational coaching perspective and certified financial planning background, together we can create a plan for you through each chapter of your life. Contact me today through mbwliving.com for your free consultation. Hello and welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman. I'm a certified life, weight, and career coach and founder of Mind Balance Wellness Living. Thank you so much for tuning in today. How are you guys doing? I have to say, you know, with all the craziness, I am actually doing pretty fantastic today. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, the reason is, one, I'm here recording my first podcast of what I hope to be many. And I had an amazing luncheon today, social distancing, of course, with a great group of women. And frankly, the favorite part of my day was dropping my kids off at school. I know. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I know, you know, some people have their opinions about going back to school and hybrid, but I really, to be honest, I was happy. I was happy to drop them off. And then my emotions completely turned. And then I was sad, a little bit angry. And I'll get into that. But Thank you, yes, for joining me. And I want to tell you first a little bit about myself and then also what is this Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast all about. So I'm also a certified financial planner. I was in the financial planning industry for 19 years. And I've always had a passion for wanting to help people. I wanted to help people achieve their dreams. And then a few years ago, I realized I wanted to take that all to a new level, a different, um, a different type of helping people achieve their dreams. And I thought about it, and people spend all sorts of money on strengthening their physical bodies. And what I realized, people don't necessarily work on um, strengthening their mental, you know, their mental wellness. So. I wanted to figure out a way where I could help people strengthen their mental wellness for an overall mind balance and body wellness, frankly. So what I do is I work with clients one-on-one, and then I also created an online membership where I can offer coaching from the convenience and the comfort of your own home to people around the world. So that is why I wanted to also create this podcast. And this podcast, quite frankly, is really about real life. It's about raw emotions, really diving into, you know, what's going on in our heads, strengthening relationships, and shit's going to get real. And you know what, though? I also want to make sure we have fun while we do it because... Anybody that knows me knows that I like to have fun, I like country music, and I like my wine. (laughs) So I wanted to start my first podcast episode really talking and diving into emotions. And I don't know about all y'all out there, but 
my emotions are all over the place these days. And some days I wake up and I feel like I can conquer the world. And then other days I would prefer to sit in my bed and watch Netflix all day. And I think there's a lot of you guys out there that feel the exact same way. And there's no right or wrong. Both of those are actually totally okay. And I'll give you kind of a little quick side note about myself. So I used to suffer from anxiety and panic attacks. And I'm not going to lie, I still do. Um, Definitely not as often. But getting my own coaching and realizing that it was my thoughts that were creating so much unnecessary worry and anxiety and panic. When I realized that, my life literally did a 180. So learning to manage my emotions just by recognizing the thoughts that were creating them, I decided I was on a mission to help as many people as I can. And this is what we do Um, in my membership. And this is what I do with clients because they'll come to me and they'll say, I just want to feel better. Like, how do I feel better? And if you are having emotions that, you know, you're struggling with, it could be anxiety, it could be sadness, whatever it is, the first step in trying to figure out where these, these emotions are coming from, it's to clear out the clutter in your brain. I don't know if you've heard of Marie Kondo, but she's an amazing you know, organizational coach and she comes to people's homes and she helps them clear out the clutter. In order to clean up your th- thoughts, you have to take them all out and do what's called, I call it a thought download. Get it all out on paper. And I know it seems you know, pretty like trivial, but I'm telling you, if you can take all of your thoughts and get them out on paper, and we have, frankly, anywhere from 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And interestingly enough, 80%, based on you know some of the research that I've done, 80% of those thoughts are actually negative. When you can start to get those thoughts out on paper and look at them, and separate what are the actual facts and what are the fiction, like the stories that you're telling yourself, you're able to identify what it is that's going on in your head that's creating your emotions. And I'm going to teach you something I call the model. But to practice thought downloads, if you can do it on a daily basis, even if you'd start for two minutes a day, I'm telling you, it's amazing what you can see. And all the thoughts that are going on in your head that you don't even realize are happening. So I want to teach you what I learned from my mentor and coach, Brooke Castillo. It's called the model. And this model you can use for anything in your life. I mean anything. And it's because it all starts with a circumstance. We have circumstances in life. So this could be a number on a scale, it could be a person, it could be a job, you know, something somebody said, whatever it is. The important thing to understand about circumstances, COVID's a circumstance, hybrid learning, but understand that these are just circumstances and they're neutral. And what happens is the circumstance doesn't become a positive or negative until you have a thought about it. 
So what happens is you have circumstances and then that's going to trigger thoughts in your head. The thoughts that are going on in your head are then going to create a feeling or an emotion in your body. And really, emotions and feelings are just vibrations that we feel. And the good thing about this, and my clients, they don't like when I say this sometimes, but it's not your husband, it's not your kids, it's not your mother-in-law, coworker, whoever, that makes you feel a certain way. You are feeling a certain way because of the thoughts that you're thinking. And when you feel a certain way, you're going to take certain actions or lack thereof. So for me, if I get anxious, chances are I'm not taking the actions that I need to be taking. I'm, I, I get stuck. So I want you to think about it. So there's the circumstance. It's triggering a thought. That thought is creating a feeling, a vibration in your body, and that leads to actions. And your actions, or lack thereof, are producing results in your life. So if you are trying to achieve something or you're getting a result that you don't like, you have to stop and go back, do your thought downloads, and really figure out what is it that's going on in your head that is creating those results. And what's hard about really identifying our emotions and our thoughts is we are not taught how to feel emotions. We are not taught how to handle them. And in my opinion, um, so I want to introduce you. So our brains, they don't like, our brains are designed to avoid pain, seek pleasure, in the most efficient way possible. And this is called the emotional triad. And this emotional triad did wonders for us back in the caveman days. And it's what kept us alive. It is our instinct. So it kept us in the cave. It allowed us to hunt. And it, frankly, it's the reason we're still here. But we have clearly evolved since then. And what happens is our brain, the moment it starts to feel a negative emotion, and it's that back part of our brain, like that primitive part of our brain, it looks to seek pleasure as soon as possible. And nowadays, you can, you know, go on your phone, you can grab something from the refrigerator, you can, you know, Um, stay at work. There's so many ways for us to avoid our emotions. And the thing is, is our brain, that part of our brain doesn't know that we're not in actually like danger, that we are not, um, we don't need to be in survival mode. So what happens is there's three ways that we typically will deal with a negative emotion. There's resisting an emotion. That's basically like pretending it's not there. It's fighting it. Even if it's, you know, something comes up and you're like, no, I have to think positive. I have to think positive. And there's nothing wrong with trying to think positive. But the more you resist an emotion, it is going to lead to um, being emotionally tired and depressed. And I want, think about it this way. So you have a beach ball. And you're holding that beach ball underneath the water and you're holding it and holding it and holding it. What happens when you finally let go of that beach ball? It explodes. 
And that's what's ha- that's what will happen if you constantly try to resist an emotion. Then there's avoiding emotions, which is different. And how we do this, and I use the term buffering, is we look to get instant gratification or, you know, instant satisfaction or happiness from something outside of us. So this is if you're sad, if you're angry, if you're anxious, do you ever reach for the refrigerator? Do you reach for a drink? Do you, um, again, scroll on Facebook? It's those types of things that people will start to use these buffering tools in order to not feel the negative emotion. They're going to look to get that quick, you know, dopamine hit and rush of um, happiness, but you're relying on an outside source. And usually what happens when you do this, you wind up feeling worse later. So especially when I work with my weight loss clients, we dive into the emotional aspect of it. And a lot of times the reason people come to me for weight loss is they're emotionally eating. I don't know if that sounds like you, but I know for me, if, you know, if I have a negative feeling or if I'm starting to, um, you know, get stressed out, the first thing I think about is like, okay, what can I do to kind of stop this? And now with the coaching, we work on trying to figure out, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, but learning how to be with our emotion. Because the other thing that we do is we tend to react. And by reacting, I mean not processing the emotion and automatically either we yell, we scream, we cry, or we play victim. So for myself, if I am in an anxious mood, I might snap at my husband or I might snap at my kids. I'm reacting rather than really just letting the emotion be. And I'm sure people will ask me, like, can you do all three? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You can resist, you can avoid, and you can react. And it's just human nature, again, because we're not taught how to process our emotions. So now that I've kind of taught you about how our thoughts create our feelings, and now you have all these emotions that you're supposed to just be with, how do you just be with them? So... The first step in just being with an emotion is to just pause and breathe. That's really the first step. Just as soon as you start to feel whatever it is, just pause and take a deep breath. And then I want you to name it. Like, is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it sadness? And that just naming it actually makes you stop and pause even more. But what you can do is then, once you've named it, then you can describe it. Like, how does it feel, like, in your body? Like, I'll use anxiety because it, it really is something that resonates with me. But I and I describe it to my husband who has never experienced anxiety. So I want you to describe it. When I describe it, it's a tightness in my chest. It's a stomach ache. It's the sweats. It's feeling like I'm kind of having an outer body experience. But that's what I want you to do. So when you are able to stop and pause, label the emotion, and then describe it, 
to as if you were telling somebody that has no idea, then what you can do is you can start to, if you have the ability to write, great. If not, it's okay. Then you can say, okay, what is it that I'm thinking of that's causing these emotions? And the thing with feelings and emotions are they're just feelings and emotions, right? They don't last forever. They can't harm us, really. And the more we learn how to kind of feel all the feels, if you will, the better we become at managing them. And the less scary they become, and you take the power back. Because when you start to not be afraid of feeling, which I want you to think about that, because think about the last time you may have avoided or reacted or um, resisted an emotion. Chances are you were really afraid to feel that feeling. And the more you can be with those feelings and feel those feelings, the less scary they become. Like, I can't even tell you, I joke about it now, but when I was leaving my really comfy, successful career to go start my own practice, um, I had given, I think it was probably about a year and a half notice. And for that year and a half, as it got closer and closer, I can't even tell you all the feels that I was feeling. <laughs> I joke, I was like, I was an emotional roller coaster. But that's okay because I experienced guilt. I experienced sadness for leaving um, these people that were my family for so long. I was scared as heck because I'm leaving this nice, comfy job to go start my own thing. I felt guilt because of, you know, who am I to do this to my family? And I did. I felt all of the feelings. But what's great about that is... I've now learned to not be afraid to feel because I've been there. And that's that's something that I love helping clients with. It's the most rewarding part of my coaching because watching clients transform and really learn how to step out of, you know, their comfort zone and just do things that they wouldn't do before is frankly it's um it's amazing. It's amazing seeing the transformations that people have made. And, you know, life is basically 50-50. And when I learned this concept, I had a hard time with it because I'm like, no way. I'm a half, you know, half glass full, happy-go-lucky, you know, gal. And I'm definitely 80-20. But the more I learned about it, I was like, you know what? This makes total sense. And the reason is, so when I say life is 50-50, it's going to be 50% negative emotion. It's going to be 50% positive emotion. And I don't mean that you're walking around like a negative Nelly 50% of the time. (laughs) I mean, negative emotion can be anywhere from boredom to just simple frustration. And But what happens is because so many people resist the negative emotion or avoid the negative emotion, they're not processing it. So when you allow room in space in your life and know that 50% of the time, like you're probably going to experience some sort of negative emotion and know that that's okay, it's part of being human. 
I mean, when people say, like, I just want to be happy all the time, like, why? Like, that's, why do you want to be happy all the time? Like, life isn't happy all the time. Like, if you want to really get into this human experience, like, you're going to experience sadness. You're going to experience guilt and fear and all of that stuff. But experiencing those negative emotions just make the positive ones that much better. And especially with social media nowadays where you can go online and all these people that have all these like supposed happy lives and doing all sorts of fun things all the time, it's easy for us to think to ourselves, God, there must be something wrong with me. Like, I'm not happy today. Like, I don't, you know, like I would just rather stay at home, not take my four kids out to the beach and, you know, party and smile all the time. And the thing is, is... There is nothing wrong with you. And I, I always feel bad when people say that, like, there must be something wrong with me. And you know what? There isn't anything wrong with you. You are human. That's all. You're human, which is good news, and you're amazing. So on that note, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode Um, I hope you'll join me next week where I dive a little bit deeper into emotions. And as you've heard, one that is near and dear to my heart and is which is probably the most um, common emotion out there, which is anxiety. So I hope you'll join me next week. Cheers and be well, my friends.